in to a brand new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. My name is Mac, and thanks for coming in for the newest episode. So, a funny episode last week about a miscalculation of me logging into court um, exposed the name Dimming the Gaslight to my necks. But as an update, yeah, uh, there hasn't been any repercussions for it. Um, a lot of you guys reached out to me and said she's too stupid, and she probably thought that you know you were just trying to be a smart ass by logging in that way. Um, some of you guys said that she'll just never look into it, and some of you guys said, and this is a big point that I agree with, is that perhaps if she makes a stink about this, she's kind of admitting to all the things that I've ever said that she's done. So it really doesn't make any sense for her to drag me under the bus about it. Um, I've been like watching my stats on podcast on Spotify for podcasters and, uh, the Pleasantville numbers are not going up. Somebody listened in Pleasantville, but the numbers are not going up. So I consider that to be a good sign. Um, so all that being said, uh, I did have another court date this week, and uh, normally I do these recaps with my lawyer, Brittany Parisi, from Parisi Law Firm out of New Jersey. She's just too busy to do this one this week, so um, it's just going to be me, and it's funny, so I have my computers open. I'm actually, like I did last time, going to read the evidence on the air that I presented. I have my notes on my phone, so I'm kind of switching all over the place, but uh, no, it was a really, really good day, and uh the, the, the veil is starting to fall, like I said that it would with my necks. Um, so let's let's get right into it. So we recapped the last trial date. You can go back two episodes ago. I recapped with Brittany um, a lot about the football field and what happened at the football field with my son. Um, so Brittany leads off and she says, okay, so we're just going to lead off and we're going to recap what happened. So essentially you're saying that most of this stuff – um, you know, was directed towards my children. Most of the stuff that happened at the football field was directed towards my children. Very little was directed at my necks. Um, and she said, uh, Brittany said, you allege that there was a lunge. Um, you know, you, that's your testimony. Um, you also allege that there's like 100 people at the football field and perhaps two could have been recording, but they might have been recording their own kids at the football field. Um, but no one was hurt. No one was injured. And you just had a lunge. And that's why we're here. Right. And my next basically said yes. And so Brittany's like, OK, moving on. So um, Brittany leads off with. She asks my next, she says, now you allege that the abuse, the alleged abuse that your son endured, that he pooped in his pants at the football practice. Brittany is so, it's great. She is very focused on this. And really all I have is, no, not all I have, but uh, we can disprove this, this, you know, allegation from my next. So she alleges that when I was yelling at him so much at this football field that he pooped in his pants. And I, just a couple of weeks ago, took my son to the pediatrician to their pediatrician and you know I expressed because my son does have accidents from time to time and I expressed that to the pediatrician and uh, when I was there they diagnosed him with constipation and they let me know that five months earlier back in January of 2023 that my next had taken my son to the pediatrician for the same symptoms and I was like I told Brittany and I have that documentation so Brittany asked the next, she says, so your son has been diagnosed with constipation. Is that right? And the next goes, no, he hasn't. And she says that he was diagnosed with, and forgive me for butchering this, but it's encropresius, which is when a child defecates themselves because, you know, due to their quote unquote trauma. And that was the, the allegation that my next made. So Brittany asks, like, who diagnosed this, right? 
And my next reply is, well, it's the kid's therapist. And Brittany asks, like, what is the kid's therapist credentials? And she's like, I don't know. They're the kid's therapist. She made it a point to say me and Mac chose her together. Um, but she said that she doesn't know the credentials and we chose it together and that my son was actually diagnosed with this condition in April of 2022. So this was a pre-existing condition prior to the events at the football field in September of 2022. So Brittany asks, um, I see. So this was an, a, you know, a, a standing condition that your son had. And she's like, well, he defecates himself because, you know, he's so scared of his father, which is so, so not true. Right. And so Brittany goes, let me ask you a question. I've talked about this on the podcast many, many times, and I'm going to talk about it at the end of this episode, too. Um, Brittany says, will the therapist communicate with Mac at all? And this next says, no, ever since Mac fired her. Oh, my God. I'll get to it in a second. But she, the next says that, like, the visits that I was taking my son to when I was taking him to therapy, that my next just absorbed those, those visits, and now she is taking him to therapy. I never actually filed the therapist, uh, fired the therapist, excuse me. I never actually did that. What actually happened is I misunderstood a court order and I thought that we had to choose another therapist so I let the therapist know right but the therapist has held this against me for like ever and far before the TRO was filed in September she has not communicated with me about my children in over a year okay and I'm going to get to some more stuff in a, in a moment about that but the therapist my child's therapist is so unprofessional so unethical and she is going to be dragged into this. And she kind of brought it on herself. But like I said, I'll get to that down the line. So um, so my next said, how did the therapist... I mean, I'm sorry. Brittany asked the next, how did the therapist diagnose this? And the next said, well, my son pooped in his pants during a therapy session and she had to clean it up. And so then afterwards, she took him to the pediatrician and the pediatrician said that there was nothing that they can do for my son, which is bullshit. You take him to a gastro, you take him to a gastrointestinologist. Um, but she says he never pooped his pants when he was with her, which is a lie because I have audio recordings of my children telling me about it. Um, but yeah, so she said that my son pooped in his pants while he was at therapy. And that's why the therapist diagnosed him with that. And so my next said, but you took him to the, to the uh, pediatrician and the pediatrician said, there's nothing you can do about it. And she's like, that's correct. And we said, okay, all right. So let's just move on because that's going to get brought up down the line, but we just want to get that on the record. So going back to the football field, right? Like, so she says that all the contact was directed at the kids with the exception of a lunge. And then uh, Brittany starts like, Go, you know, like we just wanted to establish that that's the only thing. So we want to move on to like the verbal communications. Okay. So Brit, now here we go, guys. I'm going to present some of my evidence on the air. So this is what was submitted into evidence. And Brit goes, okay, well, we're going to read this. You know, we're going to have my next read this Our Family Wizard messages. Okay. And basically, it's me and my next fighting in Our Family Wizard. Okay, but it's not about the kids. It doesn't have anything to do, you know, it's just her pushing my buttons, right? So the message that I supplied um, is <laughs> I made a smart ass comment to my next about like it's it's an honor to be able to spend your dad's retirement money because she's not paying for her divorce. It's her dad. 
And so I made a smart ass comment. I said, it's an honor to be able to spend your dad's retirement money. I was like, that's why I'm like almost $100,000 in debt. So my next re response, and I'm going to read this, our family wizard message. It says, spend away. No matter, no wonder you're 75K in debt and I'm free and clear while my daddy's inheritance is still very much intact. After that, she writes, sure house purchase intact, which means that she's bragging about buying a beach home. And then she said, Mac, why don't you call your lawyer and say that my son doesn't want to spend time with me and I'm bribing him and then videoing him to be around me. She goes, sure, that sounds great. She goes, my dad hasn't paid a dime. I'm just amazing with money. I have my own money. I pay for everything. You don't pay your share for the kids, not even close. So call your lawyer and explain to them what's going on. I don't have debt and I'm not afraid to spend years in court showing that you are delusional and uh, in the world you live in, it's not reality. You hit and strangled me along with years of emotional and verbal abuse, which by the way, continues in this app to this day. Now, this is a big part. She writes, I'm not saying you should be scared of me, but you should be scared the truth will come to light to not just the lawyers now. Stop messaging me, rack up your debt all you want. I'm as good as golden over here and happier than ever. Okay, so these are the Our Family Wizard messages of my next. All right, so Brittany starts asking questions about these Our Family Wizard messages. And um, she first thing she says is she says, now these messages here, you were ordered to communicate with your co-parent via our family wizard messages about the kids. And, and my next says, yes. And she goes, but this isn't about the kids, is it? And my next says, no. And she goes, these messages also, they don't sound very scared, do they? And my next says, no, they don't. And she says, are you threatening, Mac? When you say, I'm not saying be scared of me, but you should be scared the truth will come to light to not just the lawyers now. And my next says, no, I'm not threatening him. And, and then uh, she goes, okay, well, let's go back, right? She goes, there's also another part in this message that says, you hit and strangled me along with years of emotional and verbal abuse, which, by the way, continues in this app. How can strangling continue in an app emotional and verbal abuse i mean whatever but i hit and strangled her and it continues in the app i mean it's just talking in circles this is how my next talks in circles okay so she says you know you're you're saying that the abuse britney says to my next she says you say that the abuse continues in this app right did you call the police about this and my next said yes that she has called the police about this. And the police told her that this is a court issue and not a police issue, which as a side note, I fucking love because I, I can't stand the police in Pleasantville, but it sounds like they're getting sick of dealing with her. And they told her, you know, she maybe she supplied them with these messages and they told her it's a court issue, not a police issue. Um, and my next says, yeah, I call the police a lot on him. And Britt says... Well, then there should be reports of that, right? Did you present any of those reports in your testimony? And she goes, you didn't present them. And at that time, my next's attorney stands up and says, objection. And she says, the next can't know what was, you know, if a police report was written. And so Brittany goes, well, she can know if she's testifying to it. She, she said, you know, she's testifying to this, but there's nothing there. There's no, she didn't present any evidence of it. So 
Um, so, okay, now moving on, right? So we, we kind of, the judge heard that and it's, she's threatening me. She's saying that, but guys, it gets so much worse. It gets so fucking much worse, right? So here's another Our Family Wizard message of evidence, okay? I begin the conversation, okay? And here's how the conversation begins. It says, I have plans the weekend of October 7th of last year. This is my weekend with the children. I had a work function, okay? Can we either do the week before or after to make up the time? I'm giving you 30 days notice. My next response is, please pay. So I wrote, would you rather, I prefer, would you prefer I take the weekend before or after the 7th? And she writes back, I prefer you pay your bills for the kids and then we can talk. So I wrote back, this is at the time I said, I'll, I'll pay 50% of daycare tomorrow. She writes back, it's 100% of daycare and 65% of the mortgage. Call your lawyer and stop stalling, divorcing me with insane demands. It's abuse and let me go. And then, here's the kicker, right guys? I'll switch weekends with no issue once you settle up and stop this. Ready? Horrible, I have to use this leverage to get you to pay for your kids. That's the words my next uses. Horrible, I have to use this leverage to get you to pay for your kids. Okay? So Brittany says, next, what is the leverage that you're using? And my next admits that she's using me for financial gain. And then Brittany says, and do you agree that this is not in the best interest of the kids? And the next says, yes. And, you know, she said the leverage that she's using is switching the weekends so that she can get money. Not necessarily that she's treating the kids like leverage, but, you know, that is... She referred to the fucking kids as leverage in Our Family Wizard. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? How stupid? Um, so yeah, and she admits to calling me names and she says that she's not provoking me, but she lashes out, you know, when she's provoked. So that's uh, obviously, you know, her little uh, trying to cop out of it, right? Um, and she says again, which we talked about when I did the recap episode with Brittany, that um, she was under the impression that she was able to withhold visitations from me for money. And her and that's what Brittany asked my next she said are you know were you trying to withhold visits for money and she admits that she goes she says i was clearly wrong but i've never withheld visitation from him for no reason bullshit lady you filed false allegations on me had me removed from my kids and yeah you've always kept them from me for no reason she's always kept them from me for no reason okay so again established perfect Brittany was killing it. Brittany was so on, right? So now, here's more Our Family Wizard messages, right? So from my next, um, she writes, uh, we're just fighting, as always, fighting back and forth. Um, at the time, she, I, I had a problem with my car. There was like a piece of my exhaust was hanging out and hitting the ground. And she made a point to message me on Our Family Wizard to make fun of me for being poor. Okay. <clears throat> and at the time I said, I just have to make it to a certain town nearby. And she took, I said, I just got to make it to this town. Like, that's what I said to her while she was, you know, taunting me. And she said, um, you know, oh, that, that's the girlfriend that I have to go to. My priority is getting to my girlfriend, not my car. 
So she goes, I said, you know, we were arguing over me having a girlfriend and it not being in the best interest of the kids. And it says, my next says, I guess you were too high or drunk, but you forgot that you messaged me about your girlfriend. But now all of a sudden you don't have one. Okay, Mac, that's a shocker. And she goes, I'm going to end this conversation here because I picked a really shitty person to marry. And unfortunately, you are the father of our children. So I hope you step up as a father. But luckily in my life, there is... There are many positive male role models for our children to take after rather than a pussy that belittles and hits his wife. Now, please leave me alone. Now, my next read this into evidence, calling me a pussy on our family wizard. And I'm sorry, guys. I know this is crass, but this is my next. This is the person that I'm dealing with. We are court ordered to communicate about our children through our family wizard. And she's calling me a pussy on Our Family Wizard. And again, Brittany says, is this about the kids? And she says, no. And she goes, so you're just trying to push his buttons, are you not? And again, my next says, no, I'm lashing out because he's abusive. And after I take all this abuse, I got to get back at him. And it doesn't stand up, okay? It really doesn't stand up. Um, so... At this time, I, I love these questions from, from Brittany. Brittany asks him, let me ask you a question next. Have you ever hit Mac? And she says, no. And she said, have you ever smacked him? And she says, no. She said, ever choked him, ever strangling him? Mac, uh, my next says, no. And then Brittany goes, well, and I believe that she messaged this on the recap episode we did a couple of weeks ago. She said, you did throw hot oatmeal in his face. You testified to that, didn't you? And my next goes, it wasn't hot and most of it hit the wall. And she goes, so you have physically assaulted him, have you not? And she goes, no. And um, like that is physical assault. That's physical assault. You threw oatmeal in my face. Really what happened is when she was, when we first had our first child, um, she was up with the baby. I guess she didn't sleep much. And I came downstairs in the morning and I said, you know, have you had the chance to eat? Have you had the chance to sleep? And I've always blamed it on hormones, but she had oatmeal in her hand in a bowl, in a ceramic bowl, and just chucked it at my face. And it was hot. It hit me right in the face. And I stood there stoically, just letting the oatmeal drip down my face. And I never did anything. I never called the cops. I was just like, this is my hormonal wife. And I knew she would probably spin it around if I ever called the cops, but she nailed me in the face with oatmeal in a ceramic bowl. And I just let the oatmeal just drip down, right? Now, there's another part, guys, that I really haven't talked so much about. Um, but I also, my next has physically abused me, guys. Uh, I have another one where, you know, we were just fighting one day, and you know how things escalate. And I don't think, I think it was something about like, not emptying the dishwasher or something and you know you know how they are and then things just kind of get out of control anyway she grabbed me by like the collar of my shirt and was screaming in my face and when she did that she dug her nails into my chest and scratched the absolute living fuck out of my chest and I have these pictures of when she did it so my Brittany is asking my next have you ever physically assaulted him and she's saying no. And um, at the time, uh, her attorney, my next's attorney, objects, okay? But she didn't have an objection. She didn't have an objection. She just didn't like where this was going. 
And the judge overrules my nexus attorney's objection and looks at my nexus and says, I'm having a difficulty with your answers. This is what the judge says. I'm having a difficulty with your answers because you just testified that you threw oatmeal at him. You scratched him. You've called him bad names. Um, and you never called the cops about any of this, but you're also saying that you didn't physically assault him. And my next in her infinite fucking roundabout way of talking, I know this doesn't make any sense because the judge goes, you never called the cops. She goes, well, I called the cops about the messages on our family wizard, but she never called the cops about the alleged physical abuse that I've done to her. Okay. So yeah, she's doing, you know, just talking in circles and it's driving me fucking nuts, but the judge is seeing it. I promise. Okay. So here's some more, our family wizard messages that I'm going to read on the air. Now, in Our Family Wizard, she's arguing with me and saying, you know, you strangled me, you hit me, and you're a shit person, a pussy, and all this kind of stuff, right? And I go to her. I say in Our Family Wizard, I go, you know what's funny? I was like, you're alleging all these things. I was like, you had a motion where you were allowed to supply it. We 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 settled another DV case where you were able to, to show it. I was like, you've never shown any evidence of DV ever in your life. All you have to show are these words, but you can't back it up. So here's the here's the kicker, okay? So she says, Mac, that motion was not a DV trial. We've been over this, but you don't want to hear it. You're over 300 pounds versus me who versus me and you have a picture of a scratch and then she puts in parentheses or lipstick, which is laughable. You're nothing but a liar. I have it all and will provide it during a DV trial. I'm over and done with you. It's wonderful and uh, it's wonderful to feel so happy and free from your constant abuse. Okay? So she literally just wrote in our family wizard. This is another message I provided. I will provide it all at a DV trial. At the time, this is in between settling my first DV trial and this DV trial. And she says, I will present it at a DV trial. There was nothing standing at this time. So she says, I will present it at a DV trial. What DV trial? You planned this. You planned this. And we showed it to the court. That was not a mo that was not a DV trial. I will show it at the DV trial. There's no pending DV trial. Unless I'm I'm being facetious here, but unless I don't understand the divorce cycle and the steps that it takes to go through divorce in terms of like mediation and you know custody agreements and all that stuff, DV is not a mandatory part of a of a court case. So she was planning this. Okay. So um again, she says that, you know, during well, okay. So Brittany asks, what's this message about? And my next says, well, during a motion, Mac alleged that I abused him and showed pictures of scratches on his chest to the judge. She goes, but it's just lipstick and he's lying. I wish I could put the pictures out, guys. I have a bleeding gash going down my chest in between my breastplate. Uh, yeah, she scratched a living fuck out of me. Okay, and she's sick. She's just sick. Um, and she, my next says that she wasn't planning a DV trial. Um, and my Brittany asks again, do you have any evidence of any physical assault? And she goes, my next goes, well, all my evidence is with my lawyers. And she goes, well, then your lawyers presented your evidence and you didn't present that. 
And again, she goes, well, Mac didn't either. All he presented was a picture with lipstick. So she's trying to talk her way out of it. Um, and also, like, at the end of this message, she goes, it's so wonderful to be free and clear of your abuse, and I've never been happier, or whatever shit she says. And Brittany goes, um, it doesn't sound like you're afraid in this message, does it? And she goes, and my next goes, no. And she goes, and this is also not about the kids, is it? And my next goes, no, it's not. Um, so here's the last piece of evidence that I got to present. Um, it's crazy because I'm very good with technology, as you guys might, you know, assume, be doing this podcast and stuff. And you can go in Our Family Wizard and you can go on the desktop version and you can search any keywords you're looking for. So I actually found, I searched the word DV trial, right? Because I know that she's mentioned it many times. I found the words DV trial within talking about getting the house appraised, okay? So it's a lot of filler, not necessarily a lot of stuff you need to know, um, but uh, let me find it here. She says, okay, so her words, all right, so I say to her, um, oh, she says, when we get the appraisal of the house done, I can't come to my own house. And I was like, uh, no, because I'm not having you and your Pleasantville cronies get the appraisal on the house without, it's my house. I'm going to be there. I said, I'm not coming anywhere near you, but you can play the victim card all you want. Um, I already proved you're a liar and you're abusive. And she goes, neither of us will be there. I don't want you near my personal belongings or me. And then she goes, Mac, you didn't prove anything because this was not the DV trial yet. Again, what DV trial? There's no DV trial going on. So my response is, good. I can't wait for this to turn into a DV trial. I hope you're ready because I know I am. And she writes back, oh, I am. And I said, it's funny. Maybe you should have given that to the judge during the motion. Interesting, you made like 100 pages of allegations with no evidence. I said, where's the pictures of abuse? Where's the recordings? Trust me, you know I have it. You have just seen the tip of the iceberg. And my next wrote back in capital letters, this was not the DV trial. Please stop and wait for the DV trial. In our family wizard, wait for the DV trial. This is so fucking planned. And Brittany asks her, she goes, next, were you expecting a DV trial? And the next says, yes, I was. Yes, I was. So it all goes back to the football field, guys. It all goes back to the football field. It was my parenting time. She didn't need to be there. The, the whole situation was so crazy and contentious at the time. There was no reason for her to be there. So when all push comes to shove, she was interjecting herself into my parenting time so that this could all happen, so that she can get the restraining order and put it against me, okay? So that's how we wrapped that up the other day when it comes to the trial. And, um, oh, the judge leaned over and looked at my necks and said, did you really write that? Wait for the DV trial? He was like stunned. He couldn't believe she wrote that. And my next said, yes, I wrote that. Obviously, how's she going to get out of it? I told you guys I have the evidence. I have it. I promise you I have it. And we haven't even got up to when she forced me out of my home and got a restraining order on me. We haven't even got up to that evidence. But again, I will read it on the air when the time is right. Okay? But that's as far as my notes go and what I was present for. 
Um, a big thing that I forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode is that when we walked in, the judge said, um, is there anything that you want to, you, you know, counsel wants to let me know before we get started in the trial? And my Nexus attorney goes, uh, yeah, I don't know if this is like prevalent to the case or whatever, but we had a case management conference last week with the marital judge and she informed us that it might be likely that you, your honor, the DV judge is going to be taking over the marital case and you could have seen smoke blow out of his ears. His exact words are, I kid you not, his exact words were, I have no desire or any intention of taking over this marital case. He fucking doesn't want shit to do with this, okay? So he said that before we went in. Now, at the end of the session, after we were done presenting the evidence, you know, the judge says to Brittany and my nexus attorney, he said, I'd like to see you both in my chambers. And they both go back. And Brit now this is all... This is all third person I'm hearing from Brittany. So I'm going to try and be as accurate as I can as far as I understand it. So the judge brings them into the chambers and says, why the hell am I put, being put on the family case? He doesn't want to do it. He, wa he wants to be done with this shit. He hates us. He hates this case. Um, and Brittany's like, uh, well, you know, for, you know, um, construency purposes, I think that's the right word, is that like, you know, uh, that's what she said is that it might be moved to you. And he was just like, Oh, the judge is like, it makes sense. But like, I don't want to do this. He's like, I don't want, he's like, I don't want to. And he looked at Brittany and he goes, listen, I've seen your book of evidence. You have over a hundred articles of evidence. He goes, we only got to up to number six so far. He's like, and this has been going on for like since September. And Brittany goes, listen, your honor. She goes, yes, we have over a hundred articles of evidence, but we're only going to use a third of that. We had to supply you with everything that we have. So we can't just, you know, leave anything out. She's like, but we're only going to use about a third of it. So don't worry. And he's like, oh, thank God. But it's still like we got a lot to go. And so the judge goes to Brittany. He goes like, what's my deal? Max deal. He's like, what's his deal? And, and Brittany's like, what do you mean? And she's like, like, I'm a big personality. When I'm in court, I'm whispering Brittany's ears. I'm writing. I'm passing notes. You know, like I'm moving, man, because I know where the evidence is and I want to make sure Brittany, you know, hits on everything. And he's like, he told Brittany, he goes, I would, it would drive me crazy with somebody like me, somebody like Mac in Brittany's ear. That's what the judge said. And Brittany goes, your honor, I just want to, and, and keep in mind, my nexus attorney is in the room too. And Brittany goes, your honor, I just want you to understand like, this is his life. This is his, and she said she stopped and the judge goes, reputation. She goes, reputation. She goes, this is everything to me, to Mac. It's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. His name has been slandered. And all he cares about is, is clearing his name. And the judge is like, I understand that. He's like, but like, we got to get through this. The judge is like, we got to get through this. And he scheduled us for another full session. So it's a month out. The next full session for a whole day, I'm getting a whole day of trial is a month out. Okay. But this is probably the most off-putting part of this episode. I really think the judge wants to get this off his docket. And he made a proposition to Brittany, not really a concrete po proposition, but what he said is, would Mac accept an indefinite restraining order until a best interest evaluation for custody of the children is through? Because he just wants me to give up. And Brittany goes, your honor, you've seen him in person. 
You want to see his head explode at the table if you bring that up? Absolutely not. He will not agree to that. There's no reason to. Well, I mean, that's admitting some sort of fault. I would never do that. I'll fight this until I'm dead or broke or both. I'm not admitting to anything because I didn't do anything. Will I fight with her? Sure. And am I more, I'm, I'm good at insults. When you push me against a wall, man, I'm really good at insults. Um, but yeah, he said that to Brittany about would I accept an indefinite restraining order? Fuck no, I won't accept a definite restraining order. And so Brittany got out um, and we went out to lunch and uh, we, it was funny. She goes, you know, that was day six of the um, trial, day six of the recap. And she goes, uh, She's funny. She goes, do you remember Mark Sanchez, the football player for the New York Jets? He, there's a funny clip. If you look it up on YouTube, he runs into somebody else's butt in a football play and fumbles the ball and they score a touchdown. She goes, your next just butt fumbled in the, in the DV trial because number six is Mark Sanchez, day six of the DV trial. She goes, the next butt fumbled it. So I tweeted it out because I was laughing so hard. Um, so yeah, Brittany's super confident. And uh, I got to tell you, so there's a couple more things that I'm going to talk about at the end of this episode beyond just the trial because one thing that keeps coming up is the kid's therapist, okay? I've also brought up on past episodes that I have contacted my kid's school and heard that the kids, well, my son is being put on like a, almost like an attention deficit program thing and uh, it's called a 504B plan or 504 plan because apparently he has problems concentrating well the school and the therapist overlap okay because the therapist i came to find out yesterday has diagnosed my son with acute stress disorder because my next is taking my son to therapy and he pooped in his pants and my next blames me even though i'm not there so i learned from the school that my son is being put on this 504b plan but the school demanded that I show that I have legal joint custody of the kids. So I went to the court. I got that. I provided it to the school. So then I found <clears throat> that the school had a meeting with this team of teachers and psychologists or whatever for the school. And my next was present for this meeting. But they never contacted me. So I wrote to the principal, the superintendent, and copied Brittany on it and said, why was I not considered to be a part of this program? Why was I not informed? I said, and number two, um, why was my next, why did I have to provide documentation that says I have legal custody of my kids? Did my next have to do that? Um, so yeah, they went behind my back and diagnosed my kid with something. And I've been sending messages back and forth with the principal and superintendent of the school saying this is bullshit and I, it's against the law. And they're not answering me now because my lawyers, Brittany is on these emails. Um, then after I was done fighting with the principal and superintendent, I messaged the kid's therapist and I said, I want you to know, I have learned that my son has been diagnosed with an acute stress disorder. I said, you have refused to speak with me for over a year. You have acted unprofessionally and unethically. And for this reason, I no longer consent to my child attending therapy with you. And I just sent it to have it in print, okay? But that, that therapist is going to get subpoenaed for this case. So stay tuned for that because I fucking hate her. And stay tuned for what's going to happen with the, the school because my son 
has not witnessed any violence. He does not have stress. The stress that he has is all caused by my narcissistic ex-wife who has created a story and spread it around. And she has Munchausen syndrome by proxy. That's what I think. Is She's trying to now use the kids to say that I abuse them and that's why he's pooping in his pants. And again, Brittany disproved it and said that, you know, this was a pre-existing condition. And also, I have documentation from the pediatrician and everything else. So my point is, guys, is that, like, the deck is so stacked against me. It's so stacked against me. And, you know, I've been talking to people and they say, like, you know, you've been buried for so long, you know, with this whole thing. But I never give up. I'm going to keep fighting. And, the and you know, the more time I get with my kids and the more obstacles I overcome the more I can fight so uh yeah it's it's been a crazy journey things are really starting to heat up and uh I wanted to make sure I filled you guys in but my next she she admitted to lying on the stand about you know keeping the kids away from me for money she you know admitted that she's pushing my buttons she admits that she doesn't act in the best interest of the kids she admitted a lot and the judge even said to her I'm having a problem with some of your answers because they are not adding up and Brittany told me when she was in the chambers with the judge, her impression is that the judge really wants me to testify because I am a big personality, but you got to understand, and, and a lot of you guys do, is that when you're abused, it's kind of like this, ah, she's abusing me and nobody's listening to, and like, I kind of have this demeanor. I understand that I do because come on, I know I'm not wrong and nobody wants to fucking do anything. Everybody just wants to pass the buck and it's frustrating. But all that to be said, another great day in court. I have never lost um, they are, you know, we asked to expand parenting time and the judge said, talk about it with yourselves. They'll never do it. Um, and I did, you know, a call with my kids yesterday and they were actually FaceTiming me from fireman John's house. So, I mean, now I have that. I got so much guys and it's going to be great because I'm going to be able to read all this evidence on the air after it comes out. I won't read it before it comes out for obvious reasons, but I will read it after it's presented. So all that to be said, um, I'm glad I got this episode done. To be honest, I've been stressing about it a little bit because I feel like my brain is just kind of foggy with the whole thing. Like it was all over the place, but I took really good notes. Um, all that to be said, I thank you guys for listening to this. Um, I have a lot of really exciting, great guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I really think you guys are going to enjoy that too. Um, and one more thing I want to ask again, please, if you can donate to my GoFundMe page, I'm hemorrhaging money, hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging money. I'm really having a tough time. And then also I'd appreciate if you can leave uh, a rating or a review, especially reviews on Apple podcasts, uh, that really helps. So, um, to all you guys listening, thanks for listening. And, uh, until next time, everybody.